Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. Welcome to the Erin Chamberlick Show. I'm your host, the Real Food Revivalist, Erin Chamberlick, coming to you live from Nashville, Tennessee. This show is an educational and informative program that teaches you how to eat real food for permanent weight loss, amazing energy, optimal health, and reduced cravings. Sometimes we also talk about natural remedies that can help you when um, your health is not 100% perfect. And today is one of those days where we are going to highlight some of the problems with over-the-counter medication and give you some practical advice on how to replace them. So please visit my website, getbetterwellness.com. You can also find me at nashvillenutritionist.com. I named my company Get Better Wellness because I found that for a wellness company, I found that people don't really care what the name of their diagnosis is. They just want to get better. So do you want to get better but you're tired of the prescription medications or the -the over-the-counter medications and their toxic ingredients and side effects? And are you concerned that... um, you know, you still have some conditions and you're eating maybe even a a good diet, but you still have headaches or you still have stomach aches. Um, Let me drop a foundational truth on you that's very important. We need to stop eating factory food. It's loaded with chemicals, artificial ingredients, additives, and preservatives. And some of our problems with our health are due to those ingredients. So factory food, it comes in a box or a can or a package, and it has ingredients that are well beyond real food. And it's even if it started with real food, it has been changed and processed to make shelf life longer, to make the food taste amazing so that you'll be addicted, and we need to get away from that. It's just that simple. Yes, you can do it. You can learn how to do it. You can learn how to eat real food and you can enjoy real life and transform your health. Well, today we have a great topic. We're going to learn how to stop relying on the -the over-the-counter toxic and ineffective meds and give you a few pointers on how to start building a natural medicine chest. We're going to talk about um, things that are in your kitchen that are helpful and how to start using essential oils and what that's all about. It's going to be very practical, so you may want to grab a piece of paper and uh, I'll share some tips and ideas that are going to help you. So essential oils are an important part of my health uh, protocols and my families, and we uh, have been using them for a few years. I started out, um, my education was in biology and chemistry as an undergrad, and I was very skeptical about everything natural, whether it was food or supplements or herbs. I just didn't think they could really work. It didn't make sense in my brain. And I ate garbage, honestly, and finally my health clicked over to where all of a sudden things were not working. I was having hives that lasted over two years. I was diagnosed with hypothyroidism. I had vitiligo. I had all kinds of autoimmune things happening in my body. And it wasn't until I got a hold of the truth that I needed to eat real food 
get off of gluten. For me, I had to get off of all grains and all processed foods before I could enjoy the amazing health that I enjoy now. And part of my journey has led me to natural remedies, uh, things that I find in my kitchen, and to essential oil. So let's talk about things in your kitchen. Turmeric, did you know there's over 1,600 scientific articles regarding the health benefits of turmeric? You may even want to take this as a supplement, but you need to find one that's bioavailable. Uh, most curcumin uh, supplements on the market are not going to do you much good. Fat is required for the effective absorption of the active component, as is biopurine, and that's something we find in black pepper. So at the very least, buy organic turmeric, and when you're cooking your veggies, cook them in butter, sprinkle them with turmeric and pepper, and you will be absorbing that fabulous ingredient uh, that has lots of benefits for inflammation and brain and cancer and everything is documented in science. So I encourage you to go to greenmedinfo.com to look up the information that is there about these fabulous remedies in our kitchen. The second thing is garlic. It has an active ingredient called allicin. When you cut the garlic, that's when it um, activates the ingredient. So let it sit for a few minutes before you... Uh, eat it, and you'll have even more active ingredients available to you. There are published studies showing that allicin from garlic is antifungal, antibacterial. Uh, it can kill off things like group B strep. It inhibits cell growth in leukemia and lymphoma. And I'm not making the claim. I'm just telling you what's published in studies. And you can look for studies on the government website, pubmed.gov, P-U-B-M-E-D.gov. Uh, garlic is antiviral. Cut a piece of garlic and put it on a wart. Since warts are virus-related, cover it with tape overnight and do this repeatedly and you will find that your wart is going to go away. Unlike the conventional treatments, which hurt and damage the skin and usually do not result in the wart going away forever, so if you're sick, eat raw garlic. Yes, it's going to taste interesting, and people won't want to be around you, but you will speed the healing. Oregano is the third thing in your kitchen. Studies have isolated many components in oregano, and that's what gives it the ability to produce so many amazing health benefits. One component called carbacrol is one of the most abundant substances in oregano, now, I have looked and seen over 20 specific scientific studies on that one substance, carbacrol, alone. One study said carbacrol has substantial antibacterial, antifungal, uh, antiparasitic, and is, is a good insecticidal, analgesic, and antioxidant activities are present. Um, unlike antibiotics, there's no concern that you are going to be hurting your good normal flora um, and and developing uh, resistance um, when you use oregano. It's an antifungal, fungus uh, conditions that you might be aware of, a ringworm, jock itch, toenail fungus, candida. Oregano oil 
tea tree oil. These are fabulous. Uh, Antihelmintic. It kills internal parasites and worms. Almost everyone has parasites. Even Dr. Oz said 90% of humans will have a problem with parasites in their lifetime. There are symptoms that you have a possible parasite in you. If you're experiencing unknown weight loss, nausea, itchy anus, inconsistent bowel habits, bloating, stinky poops, especially in the afternoon and evening, think about parasites and think about doing some natural treatments to get rid of them. Um, The uh, oregano oil has been shown to lower blood pressure and normalize liver enzymes as well as increase the rate of liver regeneration. How powerful is that? So if you're new to thinking about plants as medicine, I welcome you to this show. If you're skeptical like I was, I'm glad you're here because I will try to back what I say with science so that um, you have confidence in the information and that I can confidently say my disclaimer here that this is for educational purposes only. This call, this show, this podcast is not intended to prescribe, diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. It's your responsibility to get with your physician, educate yourself, and in that way address any health or medical needs you may have. So essential oils that I discuss in this call refer only to therapeutic grade essential oils, also known as grade A. I only recommend Young Living essential oils because I am certain of their high quality. I know I can take them internally and that they have not been adulterated with synthetic chemicals and that they have been prepared by careful distillation so that all these active ingredients are still there. So if you uh, want to jump over to my website, getbetterwellness.com, you'll see at the top a tab for resources, and that is where you can find more information about essential oils, how to acquire them, how to use them, and uh, some very practical tips. So that's getbetterwellness.com resources. So maybe you're thinking, what does it matter if I use you know, something from the drugstore as long as it works? Well, let's talk about three or four different over-the-counter medications and what is in them and what they do to you. A simple cough drop, you know, halls. Um, The active ingredient is okay. It's menthol. That's okay if we assume that halls has extracted the menthol from uh, peppermint and that the plant was grown without um, chemicals and that the extraction process was done correctly, then you have an active menthol. The problem is everything else in the cough drop. The flavor strawberry um, is is coming from um, an artificial flavor or a natural flavor. It doesn't tell us. It just says flavors. But anytime you see natural or artificial flavors, there is a very high likelihood that these are acting like MSG and they are neurotoxic to your brain, so you want to avoid flavors. You want to avoid dyes. Uh, These cough drops contain red number 40. You want to avoid extra sugars. So with sugar dye and possible MSG, we have to have something better. So I do have a recipe I can email you that is um, a recipe for how to make your own cough drops. 
and it uses a blend of powerful essential oils, including clove, lemon, cinnamon bark, eucalyptus, and rosemary, and you can purchase that all in one single bottle, so it's not unwieldy. You don't have to buy five things. They're uh, combined into one blend called Thieves Essential Oil Blend. And again, visit my website, GetBetterWellness.com resources to figure out how to acquire that. How about Tylenol or products with acetaminophen? These are um, very problematic. They have been shown, well known, that acetaminophen is toxic to the liver. And it has toxic ingredients that we don't need to be ingesting. Carnuba wax is fine for your car, but not for anything you ingest. Cornstarch could be GMO, red number 40 dye. Um, a lot of dyes have been taken off the market because they're carcinogenic. We don't need to consume dyes. Some of them make our children hyperactive. Um, there's an ingredient that is uh, used in tile adhesives, and it's also used in Tylenol, um, hypromalose. Uh, polyethylene glycol is like antifreeze. Shellac, well, we don't need shiny pills. Thank you. Keep the shellac out. And, you know, other things that could be derivatives of corn and wheat, which could be problematic for people. So even pain relievers in moderate doses are a big problem, according to the FDA. They can cause serious liver damage if you take too much. And signs of liver damage are kind of um, hard to distinguish from the flu, but it's the flu that doesn't go away. So loss of appetite, nausea, vomiting. Uh, you know, acetaminophen overdose is really common because people keep popping pills trying to get rid of their issues, their pain. Or maybe they're taking something stronger and don't even realize that liver toxic acetaminophen is part of Darvacet, Percocet, Vicodin. And even small amounts, as few as several hundred milligrams, can cause damage. So there is a better way. And acetaminophen even shows up in NyQuil and Theraflu and Excedrin, migraine, headache relief, So um, as well as Alka-Seltzer. Here's the thing that is better for headaches and pain relief. Uh, it's called peppermint oil. And it, if it is extracted properly, it has amazing uh, benefits that you can enjoy. So again, um, natural remedies don't have all those toxic ingredients and they still work. So you can use them on your children. You can use peppermint oil if you have car sickness, motion sickness, and many other uses. Um, the third over-the-counter med I want to talk about is a nighttime sleep aid called Z-Quil. Now, you're taking that because you want to sleep, but you look at it and it's like, wow, what a funky purple color. So uh, it's a funky Benadryl uh, at a high cost of 50 cents a capsule. That's the active ingredient. It's an antihistamine that has sedative effects. So do you also need to be consuming an antihistamine when you have a sleep issue along with blue dye, red dye, antifreeze, uh, sugar alcohols, titanium dioxide. No, you don't need this uh, purple Benadryl in a capsule to sleep. <laughs> so it may be helping you sleep. It's conking you out. It's sedating you, and it's drying out your tissue. So you don't need that. 
Um, there's many side effects to this kind of a sleep aid, including dizziness, disturbed coordination, confusion, excitation, nervousness, tremors, irritability. Even insomnia could be a side effect of your sleep aid. So I've got something better for you, and it's going to be less than 10 cents a night without a toxic burden on your body. It's called lavender essential oil. You can apply a few drops to the bottoms of your feet. You can rub some in your hands and just inhale them. You can put some drops on a cotton ball and put it in your pillowcase. You can diffuse it with a special essential oil diffuser. It will all work to help calm you and which will help produce sleep naturally. Great for kids. Again, um, you want to make sure it's from a reputable company that is using quality plant material and careful extraction so that the active ingredients are present. We don't just want something that smells good. A lot of the essential oils on the market and in the health food store and on the Internet, they smell good because they have synthetic ingredients added to extend them and to make them smell good. Unfortunately, the active ingredients that help calm you are missing if it's not extracted correctly. So you've got to seek out high-quality essential oils like Young Living. How about Tums? indigestion. Do you have that big jug by the side of your bed because you lay down and you're having GERD or reflux? Um, let me tell you, Tums is uh, not something I would be eating. It has calcium carbonate, which is like gym chalk. Uh, just go chew on a little stick of chalk and you have about the same benefit, except that Tums uses chemicals to create that tart, chemically taste adipic acid. It has cornstarch, could be GMO corn. It has three or four dyes, blue, red, yellow five, yellow six. It has artificial flavors, so possible brain neurotoxin. It has mineral oil. You're ingesting a petroleum product. We should not do that. It has uh, sugar. It has uh, talc, and we know that talc, also used in talcum powder, has been linked to diseases in scientific studies. So again, indigestion, peppermint oil. It can be rubbed right on your belly. You can put a drop on your tongue. You can diffuse it in your room, and it quickly goes to work relieving uh, that indigestion. I've also found another kitchen remedy that really benefits people with um, GERD and indigestion and it's called raw apple cider vinegar the brand name that is easy to find is Bragg's raw apple cider vinegar if you're taking acid reducing medication the chances are that if you've taken it for more than two weeks you're starting to create other problems in your body because God gave us stomach acid so that we could break down our food especially animal protein. And when we lower the stomach acid artificially, we're not able to break down our meat and we don't extract the minerals and the, the nutrients that we need. All of a sudden you might realize you're anemic and you get another pill when it's really your acid-lowering medication that you're taking. Uh, you may start to get um, muscle cramps and twitches because you're not getting enough magnesium absorbed. So try this. Take one to three teaspoons of raw apple cider vinegar in a glass of water 20 minutes before as many meals as possible. 
and this will give you enzymes and probiotics and really help you digest your food. With 99% of people who are using these drugs, you don't have too much stomach acid. Your acid is in the wrong place, and that's why you feel it. It's up in your esophagus. So the way to fix that is go back to that real food diet, get off gluten 100%. Many people need to get off that pasteurized dairy 100%, and their symptoms completely resolve with these simple food changes. So in the meantime, you can be taking the raw apple cider vinegar and all that burping and indigestion is going to resolve if you stick on the real food eating plan. So we all want to live long and healthy lives, but we need to get toxic foods out of our life. We need to get toxic medicine out as much as possible. I support the idea that sometimes medication is needed but not all the time, and often there is another solution that is not going to hurt you or create a new problem. All medications have side effects. Some medications, when taken as prescribed, kill people. They kill about 100,000 people a year uh, when they're taking medications as prescribed. So it's not safe 100% of the time. So if there's something that is safe 100% of the time, we want to take that first. So think about garlic and oregano and your food, you know, as medicine and then move into using essential oils, which are much more powerful than even dried herbs because they're very concentrated. We can protect our liver instead of damaging our liver um, by doing a few things, you know, cutting back or cutting out alcohol, improving your diet, eating lots of grass-fed, free-range, wild-caught type of animal and fish, and lots of vegetables, organic when possible, and lots of healthy fats from uh, free-range, uh, you know, eggs to uh, unpasteurized dairy products, especially butter, organic butter, and raw coconut oil. Enjoy those fats, um, and you will enjoy good health. So limit the alcohol, consume selenium foods to protect your liver. Brazil nuts are fabulous. All you need to do would be eat three Brazil nuts a day to get your selenium where it needs to be and help your liver do its detoxing work. Um, also exposing your exposure to chemicals like cleaning chemicals, industrial, lawn, personal care, processed foods, uh, eating that diet of real foods. Drinking clean water, not tap water. Water you filter at home is the best way to go. I have um, some um, sources I use, uh, Aquasana. You can get a discount from my website, getbetterwellness.com, on the right-hand panel. You can also find some organic personal care products in that right-hand panel, as well as a link to essential oils. So you don't have to be wandering and stumbling around, wondering what to do. I've vetted all these resources out and trust them completely for my own health and that of my family and friends and clients. So briefly, I'm going to tell you what essential oils are and how to use them if you're new to that. Uh, essential oils are volatile, aromatic substances found in plants. And these essential oils are distilled from parts of the plant, like the stems, the leaves, flowers, roots, bark, etc. 
Essential oils are very complex. They contain hundreds of different active ingredients, if you will, components or different um, natural chemicals. And this is why essential oils are so powerful because one single oil may contain anywhere from 80 to 300 or more different constituents. I talked about carbacrol in oregano oil, menthol in peppermint. There is cinnamaldehyde in cinnamon, limonene in lemon. These are powerful natural ingredients inherent in the plant. And when we distill plant material in large amounts, we concentrate that and we have remedies that we can use that will often keep us away from toxic medication. The distillation process is very exact. It has a specific time and a, and a way in order to preserve all of the uh, beneficial components. If you distill too long or too short, you're not going to have the same product. You may have a bottle that smells good, but you're wondering, why doesn't my peppermint oil relieve my stomach ache? Or why doesn't lavender help me go to sleep? Again, it's the quality, it's the quality, it's the quality. Uh, if you don't know, you, one way to check is um, these oils, if they're distilled properly and they're 100% pure, you can take them internally. You can put that drop on your tongue. If your bottle says do not take internally or, or for aromatherapy use only, that's a clue. This is not what you want. So again, I've uh, researched it. I've looked at many options, and I've come to the conclusion that Young Living is distilled correctly and not adulterated. They are testing uh, from the plant, the seed, to the distillation, to putting it in the bottle, and they're checking, 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 and they will not um, offer for sale anything that does not have the active components um, as we come to love and know. So how do you use essential oils? Uh, well, many ways. You can uh, use one of three basic ways, inhalation, topical application, and ingestion. Or you can combine all three modes, making essential oils a versatile and powerful tool for improving health. And research shows that essential oils can act both on the body and the mind. Research shows that. Oh, so those three methods, uh, let's talk about what that means. Inhalation. Uh, we can see in science that when we inhale certain essential oils, they have positive effects on the whole body or the mind. Research has shown the effect of uh, these oils on the sense of smell can exert strong effects on the brain. You are not that far from the brain when you're inhaling substances that can travel and cross the blood-brain barrier, especially um, the hypothalamus is um, going to benefit, and it is the hormone command center of the body. So we can see how when we support the hypothalamus, how we can support other parts of the body. And it also has an effect on the limbic system. That is the seat of the emotions. That's why when we uh, smell something from our past, it'll draw us immediately back. Maybe, it, you know, the scent of lavender draws you immediately back to grandma's house or the scent of rose. Um, when that happens, you're employing the limbic system of the brain. 
So here's several ideas to get started. You can inhale the oil directly from the bottle. You can apply it um, to an, a special essential oil diffuser with a little bit of water, and it'll disperse into the room over several hours, benefiting the whole family. You can put some um, on a cotton ball or in the palm of your hand, as I said before. So these are all great um, ways. You can apply essential oils topically um, to the bottoms of the feet because there are um, you know, more pores in the bottoms of the feet. And when we apply oils topically to the feet or soft tissue, the oil components can travel through the body in a matter of minutes. You can apply it to the point of concern. If you have a backache, um, you can use an oil called Panaway, and it will reduce inflammation and increase circulation and accelerate healing, and you will start to feel better, whether it's arthritis, sprains, muscle spasms, cramps, bumps, and bruises. Peppermint relieves headaches. Apply some to the temples or the back of the neck. And lastly, internal consumption, only if you're using Young Living Therapeutic Grade A type oils. Uh, place a few drops in a capsule and swallow it. Put a drop on your tongue. Um, and you will enjoy the benefits. So let me close here. That was a lot of information, and I appreciate you listening to this podcast. Visit my website, getbetterwellness.com, and click on the Resources tab to see more about essential oils. I would love to hear your thoughts, and if I can help you get started, let me know. I can teach you how to get a starter kit for just $150, that is normally a $280 value, and it comes with a free diffuser. Thank you for listening. Have a great day. Bye.